Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yeah, that's right. We're glad you could join us. It's time to sit back, get comfortable, talk about some weird stuff. Just chill for a while. Welcome to After Hours with the Rise Guys. Here's Madman at nine. Yes, sir. Jimmy Jack Jackie. Oh, Matthew. It is good. It is. It's a nice day. It is. Well, we don't know that for sure. I mean, it is today. Today is, yeah. We don't know when you're listening, but hopefully every day from now on will be good. Doubtful. You're listening to episode 15 of After Hours with the Rise Guys. Again, I'm Matt Mann. He is nine. Welcome. And, um, you know, I, we could probably do an entire podcast on this, what I'm about to say alone, but nine just used a bit of my own uh, trickery upon me. What's that? Well, you know, but I'm sharing it with them. Or maybe you don't. You were saying uh, one thing that we've learned through COVID and through doing this new show is the art of the conversation yeah i think meaning don't walk in necessarily knowing what you're going to talk about. oh yeah yeah in the hallway i remember now and you're like you know we got an email or blah 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 and uh, i said well let me ask you this and you're like oh ah. save it for the air save it for the cast yeah, you're trying to guess my thing about it yeah yes i was trying to guess your thing about it my answer to uh, yeah you were trying to guess my answer to the question yeah and then you said that's actually what we could talk about. And I was like, what? You're like, save it for the cast. Save it for the podcast. Save it for After Hours with the Rise Guys. Which we appreciate you so much. And I said this the other day, and I really think this holds water. You are very dedicated listening to this right now, more so than some who listen to our regular morning show. Right, absolutely. If you're listening to a podcast, you're tuned in. Yeah, you are. You're listening in the car, whatever, you know, you've got distractions. You need to pay attention to the road. We've had, People have to pull over listening, they say, if that's true, because sometimes things are funny in the mornings. But this right here, you know, that's what I want to ask you to do, other than to spread the word, because I'm being quite honest with you. That's how we're compensated. I mean, that's just the truth of it. The, mm-hmm. the bigger it gets, that's how we will get paid. Yeah. Eventually. Um I, I think a fun little thing is with the, a podcast, where are you listening to this right now? Like this particular show, mm-hmm. just tweet us or Instagram us or ever how you contact Nine and I. I'm at, at 
O-M-A-F-F-E-W. That's O-H-M-A-F-F-E-W. Yeah. At all your platforms. Yeah. And I've been on Twitter so long, I'm at Nueve. You know, like Spanish for nine. You got that one. Yeah, yeah I got that one. Like I was on Twitter. Like one of, the, I mean, one of the first people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm also uh, on. Uh, you know what? I, I like Snapchatting with people. Nine from TRG. N I N E from TRG. I enjoy that. I met O Matthew there too, but I don't use it that often. Yeah, I enjoy using that one. It's not frivolous contact with people. I like Instagram. My favorite. And sometimes nude photos. I've never gotten nudes on Instagram. I've seen naked people on Twitter and Snapchat, but never yeah. Instagram. Oh, you get in trouble. Not even in, well, I'm talking about even in my DMs. Oh. Yeah, never. No. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just think it would be interesting because I, I wonder, you know, like, are you in the bath? Are you at the gym? Are you, you just drive run, a lot for work? Drive a lot, whatever. It would, I'm just curious. So just hit yeah. us up and just say, hey, here's the answer to your question. That's how you can put in the, the body of the email or whatever. Yeah. The majority of people I know who listen to a lot of podcasts either have a, a job where they sit at the desk by themselves and don't really communicate too much with other people. Oh. So they listen while they work or yeah. they drive a lot and listen, which makes sense. I whistle. You get lonely when you drive around by yourself all day, every day. Yeah. Um, Feels like you have somebody to talk to. We're here for you. We'll be your friend. Yeah. You just real. can't talk back. No. But you can you can contact us like yeah, that. You can. Uh, okay. So there was an email that, that was sent. And, it was a DM uh, on Twitter. It didn't DM. contain any nude photos. I don't. I forget to go look at the DMs on there. Unless I get a notification, I don't. And oh, you don't. So I it, turn those off. I don't always get. Well, even when I open the app and you see the notifications out at the bottom, I don't always get those for my mentions or my uh, my messages. So sometimes if you tweet me stuff, I just don't see it. I don't have any way to see it. I'm close to having to get a new phone just because of the battery. Oh yeah. I don't need any. I don't need 14 new damn cameras. I, it's just the battery drains. I, have to, I turn off all notifications. But anyway. Yeah. At O Matthew, and then various ways of contacting ways me. If you them. if you'd like, just rewind and listen to them again. There we go. Yeah, you can do this podcast. Thing. You can do that easy. Yeah, um, you pause it right now. Go take a dump. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it, it was a, it was a guy. I don't remember his name. I'm looking at my phone right now. But his question was interesting. I assure you. Yeah. Uh, he just wanted to. Uh, he he listens to the other show and he's heard Matt Man's conspiracy mysteries on there where you just talk about a conspiracy. You present a conspiracy that some people believe. You don't really. You know, say that this is your opinion. You just kind of present it, right? Um, and we talk about it. And he's, he knows that we're both kind of interested in conspiracy theories and conspiracy mysteries and I conspiracies. Love I love them. So his question, I like unsolved mysteries. Jim. His his question was about debunking them because he's you know he mentioned that he's heard us debunk the vast majority of the ones we've ever talked about, and he wants to know how we how we debunk so many of them. Like what if there. He asked if there's a process or a certain way you look at it in order to, to debunk it because he wants to do the same thing. Did he mention what his is about by chance? He didn't mention a specific one, just general conspiracy theories. Is it theories. about Lady, late, uh, late Titty Kaka? It wasn't a specific one. Um, so that right there in itself is kind of a conspiracy. I mean, it really is. Uh, the reason I say that is when it comes to I'll tell you my way of thinking, or the I guess my tools of processing things like that. Mm-hmm. I have one, and then I have a second one, and then it, maybe I go further. I start off with Wikipedia. Yeah. And then again, so I'll pause there. I don't know 
how that became the trusted source. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's pretty reliable. There are other sources you can look at along with it. You know, it's a good place to go and get started. Yeah. And then if you want to read further, you can look for other sources to make sure you're reading the same stuff. Yeah. Don't go to Waikikipedia. It's all Hawaiian stuff. Yeah, it was a, a, a Taika Waititipedia. Yeah. Too. He's a good director. <laughs> well, so I go to, and, and again, Wikipedia in itself is it's kind of odd because it's it's free as hell. It's We've accepted it as kind of like the Encyclopedia Britannica now. It is the Encyclopedia. Yeah, but it's all, it's volunteer, mm-hmm. it's publicly, uh, you know, donated, donate, donations. Yeah, they funded. solicit for donations. They've been doing it lately. They need money. Yeah I, yeah, I see that on the pop-up. Provide a tremendous service to the entire world. And then... I also will go to Snopes, but not as much because, again, it becomes a conspiracy because I, I learned about the husband and wife who founded Snopes yeah. and how they leaned and who they supported and who they donated to. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well. I mean, everybody the, has their personal beliefs and their personal – Everybody does. Everybody has their personal opinions. Cronkite was the last person who – I swear I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he. I, I felt like he was – such a trusted source well that, that that's such a solid question because my mind is going in like 15 different directions yeah well i'll give you an example of what you're talking about a lot of people recently got really pissed off at chris jericho you know, oh, yeah the wrestler sure. uh, because it came out that he had donated uh, money to uh, donald trump's campaign Go. i mean chris jericho is about 50 he's a multimillionaire. yeah wasn't surprised at all no, the, the, and the, he lives in Florida. He wasn't surprised in the least that he he was supported Donald Trump's campaign. Yeah, no, it didn't surprise me a bit. Half of America did, roughly, almost, almost. I mean, a, a lot of people did, especially in in the South, including Florida. Trump won Florida, where Jericho lives. So yeah, it didn't surprise me, and I wasn't I wasn't mad about it. They have no mask mandates down there at all. Unless somebody went and searched it out and posted it on the internet, I never would have known, nor would I have cared. No. No, I. It was like he volunteered the information or campaigned or talked about it openly. He never said a word. Do we know any other wrestlers who donated? Who does Steve Mongo McMichael support? Uh, no idea. No one cared. Yeah, well, he's broke now. I don't know that he might have money. Yeah, you probably got more than me. Um, so yeah, everybody has a way that they would lean or, or whatever. Like with on on the Rise Guys Morning Show Nine, when you do celebrity birthdays, there's a website uh, that you will go to sometimes and. You'll look at theirs, and then you'll say, wait a minute, somebody else I remember. And you'll look, and you'll be like, how did they forget that it was Warren Moon's birthday? Or how did they not know to put Warren freaking Moon? I use Wikipedia for that. Right? So It has all the, the, all the notable births, mainly people I never heard of. But anybody I have heard of, by God, they'll be there. But so Wikipedia, it, it became a, a trusted source. And I, I guess I'm, I'm sitting here poking holes in my own theories that why am I trusting this thing that all these other people can weigh in on with mm-hmm. their, you know, facts and, and different references and stuff? Well, that's but why the that's other what sources. you want. The internet is plenty of sources of information on the internet. You might start there, but you'll go other places too. That's what I was going to say. You'll Google I go, around. I go YouTube third. Yeah. Oh, YouTube, man. <laughs> that's the one that gets me is I, I – with the way my mind works and the way your mind works, Matt, and the oh. way that – a lot of people, uh, people I call friends, the way their minds tend to work, most of them, few exceptions. But uh, uh, but it, it's you don't just watch a YouTube video or absorb a conspiracy theory and accept it as 
the truth necessarily. You watch it with some level of skepticism. It's being presented to you, but just because somebody's saying it doesn't mean you take it as fact. I do the same thing when I talk to people about most anything. Not that I'm trying to see if they're lying to me or anything. It's just I'm I'm listening and observing and, and just making observations. You're going to make me paranoid by saying that. Yeah. It's not that I, I mean, it sounds like I'm paranoid in the way that I do, but it, it isn't paranoia. It doesn't dominate my life or my relationships or my conversations I, I have with people. Um, I mean, I, I, it's just kind of the way my no. brain works, and it's fine. I like it as almost looking at it as a mystery, like you know, I mentioned earlier, unsolved mystery. It's kind of like a puzzle, like, huh, let's break this down. Why do so many people believe this? And then the way I would break it down is who's benefiting from this Yeah, is a way I look at it. Like if there's some kind of great legend in a certain town where there's nothing else going on, mm-hmm. I was like, they needed an attraction. Yeah. They needed the biggest ball of fucking twine on the face of the earth. Yeah, they needed they needed a lot of yarn, a lot of string for that. A lot of that. Um, the thing I look at, the first thing I look at with any conspiracy is, sure, I'll watch the YouTube video. I have three and a half minutes to absorb this entire life-altering, centuries-long generational conspiracy that is global. Right. Uh, I have three minutes for that. Sure. So the first thing I look at is how many people are involved in this. Mm-hmm. And usually when I look at that and ask myself that question, how many people have to be involved in this for this to work? Usually at that moment, I can debunk 99% of all conspiracies, probably more than that. Almost all of them you can debunk as soon as you ask yourself, how many people would have to be involved in this? Right. But do you, you – and it would have to – depending on how big the conspiracy is or the theory is – Yeah. But some of them, if you look at it from the point of view, this is so many different pairs of shoes that you're wearing now, but if you, you know, it's the left hand and the right hand, they're working together, but if they don't realize what they're, the other side's doing, then it's not a complete puzzle. Yeah. So I've often wondered about that with one particular theory that I don't even want to mention. It would be an entire two-parter, I think. Yeah. there's stuff that feel free to mention. We can go into it a little bit. It was what theory it is. At least we can come back to it in another episode. We'll keep doing them as long as they keep not paying us. It is the moon landing video. Okay, yeah, we can definitely come back to that. I just wanted to know at least for now which one it is. I think that left hand, right hand, blah blah blah. But then outside of that, the, the puppet masters that would have to be hundreds. Yes, it'd have to be a lot of people. And eventually there would have been a deathbed confession. Somebody would have said something, somebody would have told someone, and that's that's how you use the, the, the question of how many people would have to be involved in this? Because if two people know something, it's not a secret. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it just some of these theories, so many people would have to be involved in so many places that somebody would say something, somebody would question it, somebody would feel bad about it something would come out at some point over all the decades that pass. But with that one, and again, we can hold off or or whatever, but with that one, if you ever came forward with any kind of negative whatever, you would, at that time, that celebration that was going on in America, beating out Russia, you know, getting there, that would have been almost treasonous to say, we didn't do it. I mean, you didn't... 
you didn't. It was only in the seventies where people started even speaking out against the war vocally out in the streets. Yeah, I mean, in the sixties, you were a hardcore extremist for opposing the Vietnam War when it first started up. Yeah, you would have Big been time. a hardcore extremist um, 60s, or yeah. considered that at least. Right, but yeah, it's and you could use the space race, Russia stuff, or USSR, Soviet stuff, Cold War stuff. It's a lot of you know marketing patriotism to people, indoctrinating it. I mean, it. But I believe Russia's evil as hell, though. Well, I grew up in the '80s watching those movies, so yeah, they're always. But I really, as 2020, looking at it, I do. I haven't forgotten about that. I don't think they're our friend. Nor Mm -hmm. (laughs) no better than that. Um, One that's interesting is anything related to space has been very nicely muddied up, and that includes Roswell or anything related to UFOs have been very muddied up by a. And that's one thing that you can do when you're when you're. in a position of authority is you can, man, you can run out lines and lines and lines of fake stories from all kind of people. And that's what happened with, look, at, at this point in 2020, the government has fully admitted they've seen things they can't explain. They've seen things that are not of this world. Right. We most likely have possessed some of that technology in the last 60, 65 years of um, technological innovation is great evidence of the fact that we came into some stuff that we didn't have before that. Again, there's two major corporations that in 1946 just popped. Yeah. And it, are still revolutionizing certain tech. But at this point, that stuff has pretty much been admitted and it's on public record. It's in official government documents that have been released. A lot of those have been released this calendar year, though. So. People just kind of looked over it for some reason. It wasn't. It didn't really make the splash it should have made. But I think it's because a lot of people already kind of believe that anyway. So they weren't really surprised when the government confirmed, yeah, some of this stuff is true. Yeah. And the, the most convincing thing is the, is obviously the the, the naval fighter pilots. Uh, that was off, the first thing we ever talked about on this show. Yeah, off the coast of San Diego, yeah. what they saw was not of this earth. There's no way anybody has that technology on this earth. It's impossible. There's no way that somebody has this secret technology that is so much more advanced than anything anybody else has. Now, it's nobody on this plane has that. And it would be the way that the whoever the powers that be are there there is not money anymore. It's mm-hmm. power and ego. Yeah. And if they had that tech they would I feel like they would want to flaunt that they had that tech. Yeah, but unless it's the enemy yeah, but they don't have that tech. They simply do not. There's no possible way they do because of the rate of technological innovation. This is so far advanced past anything we've seen. There's just no way in hell. No way in hell. No chance. No, not a single chance in hell. Not a snowball's chance. No chance in hell. This is yeah. when we would play that song by Vince McMahon, but if we, we don't had, have the license. have the rights to play it, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's but that's the first way I try to debunk most conspiracies. Um I, I think if, if you believe in like a Sandy Hook conspiracy, you're a blithering idiot. You probably shouldn't drive or, or be allowed to vote if you believe in that. Because here, here. It, it would, it, it's, I mean, a just the level of pain involved that in the that straw that broke the camel's back for like Alex Jones. And that's the, when it all just and to try to cheapen the pain those people went through and the loss they suffered. But again, how many people would have to be involved? I mean, these people would what have set up entire lifetimes. To, to, and, and lived their lives yeah. in the roles of these characters to then carry out a conspiracy against you and fake all they lost and all the pain they went through. Like the now, if, if you believe that, you're a moron. 
Well said. Thank you. I mean, that was well said because you, you – and that, that's what I was saying with Alex Jones is, like, that guy was spitting some truth. Like, he was talking some real stuff, but then when that one – was. When, when he started getting into that, you know, he had a, obviously a lot of people in his ear. And, and you know, with radio – because he was still on regular radio, he was wanting to keep the ball rolling with more sensationalism. And mm-hmm. whatever that was, yeah, that was the low point. That's when – that's when being a conspiracy theorist became more of the tinfoil hat because of Alex Jones. It, it did. And he has he's a guy who, even when he's making a good point, has a just a way about him of making something completely rational sound utterly insane. Like, there's a conspiracy theory that Alex Jones is Bill Hicks. Yeah, I've seen that. I mean, they, they do look a lot alike, but I'm pretty sure Bill Hicks is— Oh, yeah. He's an upstanding guy in the way he thought, I think. Well, he was a he was, character. He was a Kaufman-like kind of guy. Convicted, though, of, of his beliefs. <laughs> Very passionate. Yeah. Which you can say the same for Alex Jones, but not they're not the same. Well, some, sometimes you— Bill Hicks would make fun of Alex Jones. You have these characters of history, like these performance artist types, that would portray a character that was leaning this way, but in reality it was pushing you to the other side. Yeah. And it's kind of like the, you know, the— I don't even remember— Fred Phelps, that guy. Yeah. You know, you find out a lot about him. Yeah. Yeah. Driving a certain way, and it was all kind of politically minded. Exactly. Uh, Another, I mean, we've talked about some of the biggest ones, obviously, with the the, the moon landing and uh, UFOs and Roswell and just that generally encompassing subject. Uh, The other biggest one, the biggest one by far, if you're an American, is, is the Kennedy assassination, which... If with that one, I mean, it, it 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 definitely seems like the official version of events is not what happened. Uh-uh. There was something else happened. So with that one again, what 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 I look to, just out of basic rational thought, the way my brain takes me is, well, which one of these theories involved the fewest people? That is the most likely one, the one with the smallest group of people working to achieve their goal. I'm not sure which one involved the fewest number of people, but odds are the one that involves the fewest number of people is the one that holds the most water. What if all those, let's say with JFK, because you've got Jack Ruby, you've got Oswald, you have Bush. Johnson. LBJ, all that, all these different circles. If one thinks, okay, we're doing this to get rid of Jack Ruby so we can— Get him off the streets because he's a mobster. Jack Ruby, who had those ties and had worked in uh, California and Congressman Ronald Reagan's office prior to that. All right, there's the third point I was going to make. What if all these guys don't realize that the, it, all this is going to culminate to what's going to culminate? Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like one guy wants to just elevate himself. Another guy just wants to elevate himself. But they don't realize to do that, ultimately, this guy's got to die for the job opening. Yeah. Because that's what happened. I mean, Bush was in – there's photographs on photographs of him walking around downtown Dallas when allegedly he was not there. Yeah, I mean, well, also, he again, this is George H.W. Bush. Yes. Uh, the, he was uh, – Not W. Yeah, the 41st president of the United States. Uh, he testified before Congress when he was uh, uh, being uh, interviewed for the uh, – the, the 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 director of the CIA was the position. He testified before Congress that he had never previously worked for the CIA before. Come to find out, he had worked for the CIA before, and it came across J. Edgar Hoover's desk of a, a memo of a, a George Bush working for the CIA covertly, 
in the Caribbean during the, the, the era of the Cuban Missile, Missile Crisis, Crisis, when yeah. the CIA was up to a lot of dirty stuff down there. And ended up being the uh, the uh, the leader of the CIA. And what would you call that? I'm sorry. Director. Director. director of, yeah, that's when he that's when he said he'd never worked for the CIA. He was testifying before Congress before he was appointed director of the CIA. Said he'd never worked for him when in fact he had. But the, the assassination of Kennedy, it did open up a power vacuum that led directly through obviously Johnson, the uh, the, the the rule of succession if the president is I mean he was vice president, mm-hmm. but then uh, through through Nixon and Nixon threw a wrench into it by getting kind of too big for his britches with. Watergate stuff. So then you got Carter, but then right back to the power vacuum through Reagan, whose vice president was Bush, and then Bush, and then uh, Clintons and the Bushes aren't really enemies or anything, and then another Bush for eight years. I mean, it opened up a power vacuum for over 50 years in America. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But who... And there's a reason for that. When you look at who benefited from it, obviously well, one we, family benefited tremendously. Sure. But at the same time, though, that all those guys... You know, I've often said that some of the most evil people... You say, how can they, a rational person do great evil mm-hmm. and lay their head down at night? You know, a rational person, how can they do that? Yeah. But if they program themselves to say, I'm doing this for the greater good of our country. Yes. There's some people that are so indoctrined with their mind or their uh, point of view of the way the country should be, mm-hmm. whatever, this ism, that ism, um, not jism, ism. Uh, it's almost like I can lay my head down at night because I know that I was doing this for the greater good. Yeah. Even though someone, it's it's the same way as we we lay our heads down at night knowing our men and women are putting their lives on the line overseas defending our freedoms. I mean, why were Nazis Nazis? Because they were doing it for Mother Russia. Or, Ger- or Germany. Or, or, or your mother. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, there's some ties there too, but they, they wanted to have that in their point of view, the perfect race. Exactly. I mean, they, they did awful things, but in their mind, they were doing it for the greater good because they'd been indoctrinated. They'd basically been brainwashed. In, the same in, reason some why, extent. Uh, you know, witches were burned and, and stoned and, and stuff. It's why blind patriotism is, or our, our, our changing definition of patriotism, where 
patriotism isn't rah, rah, go, whatever we're doing. Patriotism is loving your country and standing up for what the beliefs of the country are. Mm-hmm. A lot of times patriotism is not going rah, rah, whatever we're doing because sometimes we're doing bad things and yeah. we don't need to rah, rah that. Mm-hmm. A patriot would not rah, rah doing bad things. Right. Um, but yeah, but our modern definition of patriotism is 100% rah, rah, this is our team, whatever we do, I don't care, suck it. Um, but yeah, I mean, and it's the dangerous thing. Oh, very much. So. It's a dangerous thing. Any kind of blind patriotism has led people to do awful things that they would not do that are completely out of character for them because they're not that bad as as people. But they've done. Is this going to ultimately end us talking about Facebook? I mean, it, it could go that way. Yeah, talking about the downfall of Western civilization. Propaganda for profit. Yeah, the downfall of civilization is definitely social media. The internet was good, then social media was not. But uh, uh, I guess to, to wrap— AOL chat rooms were awesome. They were. They were fun. To wrap up, uh, I guess, kind of on the Kennedy thing, it doesn't matter which one of the theories you believe. People, Some people believe the CIA and the Bush thing. Some people believe the, uh, the La Cosa Nostra, the mafia thing. Mm. Some people believe uh, Cuba had a lot more to do with it. A lot of theories about it. Um, any one of them could hold water, though, because it's been so muddied up by well-coordinated effort to— let loose so many theories about it. Right. I mean, it's been a coordinated effort to make sure you heard so many theories about it just to muddy the waters. And that's on the biggest conspiracy theories like that, anything involving big-time government-level stuff, notice the waters are very, very muddied by the sheer number of theories. And there's also several characters that are always involved in several of the ones we just mentioned. And even... To this day, they still come up in various conversations. I'm talking about Henry Kissinger, and I just don't understand how. Yeah. How, what, what, how? Like, so many fingers pointed at that guy of things that he knew about, didn't necessarily do, but knew about, and I don't know. He got away with it. So protected. He's still living, too, right? Yes. Yeah, I, I didn't remember if he, I mean, so many, so many big names have died this year. I couldn't remember if he was one of them, but I thought he was I'm still, still there. I'm going to watch the Oscars this year just so I can find out who died this year. Yeah. Yeah, really. Yeah, well, we can hope for some some kind of deathbed tell-all, but it's not coming. He hasn't said anything ever. He's not going to start now. Well, with him, the, the, yeah, there's other people that would have had to have been involved. Uh, back to the left and right-hand thing, you know, there's a, a fraternal, and uh, I'm not going to mention any names. You do your own research. But there's a fraternal organization that on the ground level is a very caring, giving group of men. Mm-hmm. And then it moves up several levels, and then it becomes a totally different thing. Yeah. And they, they, the ones at that level don't associate with the good old boys that don't ever move up off the bottom level. Yeah. Those people through history end up being a lot of the controlling types, and that's how I wonder if that's how— It's a class structure within the fraternity. Yeah, it's like the Titanic mm-hmm. in the fraternity. But I, I wonder if somehow— not with this fraternal organization, but if it's the left hand, the right hand, but they just don't know what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, to some extent it is because that's what we know of the way organizations like the CIA, intelligence organizations all over the world, the way they work is nobody knows all that's going on. Everybody involved in an operation just knows a little bit of it to carry out their part of that operation. They might, like you said, with the when you were, when we were talking about Kennedy, everybody involved doesn't know the end goal. They know what they're supposed to do, but they don't know what havoc it may ultimately be wreaking once they play their part. Right. 
it's a big machine and you're just one cog in that machine and you're not aware of what the next cog or the cog after that is going to do. You have no idea. That's that's part of how they, they, they've always worked. And it's no secret that's how intelligence agencies work even amongst themselves. Yeah. Well, that's very secret, very, very shadowy. I mean, it's why they, it's why they do what they do. It's why they're good at it. It's also why they can be very evil. The, I, I got to bring a pen and a pad in here next time. I have so many thoughts. I need to write them down. But um, this is tough, man. This one, is a lot. The one point that I did want to go back to with the, the moon landing video is I want to stress the video. I'm I'm not necessarily saying we never went to the moon mm-hmm. and landed, but I have a hard time with the video, and I have a hard time with some people that were involved that and you, were brought in the last minute. And you don't accept the answers that have been given necessarily. That we sent the signal to Australia's continent because it was closer. Yeah. And then we had ABC down there film the screen so it would be much more cloudier and darker. Yeah. yeah and I then mean, there's the several minutes that are, are missing. There are questions about it. It was very – live TV was very primitive then compared to what it is now. Or even tape-delayed TV or broadcasting from the moon is – you know, it, it was – but they had radio communication, um, so they could have had video communication. Sure. They could have, I mean, yeah. It, well, we have a hard time in 2020 sometimes in the regular studio just staying on the air. I can only imagine how it was in— Well, uh, the government's got better stuff than we do. Well, FCC? Yeah. yeah. Hard F on that. They're behind the times. Uh, but, I mean, you know, when it comes to technology, look— Here's another thing about your moon landing theory that it's in a way it's going to throw water on your moon landing theory. When did we supposedly land on the moon? 64. Okay. Correct? Was it 64? Did we walk in 64, 5, 6? It's in the 60s. I don't really. I don't 64, remember. I think. Um, but the, 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 I thought it was like 69 or something. I thought it was a few years after I'm Kennedy Google died. It. Yeah, look that up real quick. Take me a few. Um, <laughs> maybe I'm just thinking about 69 because I'm a dude who does this for a living. But, uh, <laughs> but okay, so, the, again, we all admit that after uh, Roswell— 69, you were right. Hey, after Roswell and stuff, we found a lot of uh, a lot of technology from that, right? Without question. Well, then we were able to get to the moon, and all of a sudden we can broadcast, we can send a TV signal back from the moon. Right. Now, that's technology that if we were to, we, if we were to find a saucer, any kind of spacecraft, would have had that technology on board to, to radio communication— Far away, further than we could imagine, mm-hmm. um, and, and propulsion and all the things you would need to, to get to space. So, in a way, that you know, believing in any kind of Roswell 1940s UFO stuff, government finding technology, Area 51 stuff, kind of dispels, in my mind, parts of the moon landing conspiracy because it would make sense how all of a sudden we had this stuff that didn't make any sense to have because we got it from an alien spacecraft that obviously would have had those capabilities because it got here. I understand that. And I think there's validity to that, but there's so many different. Why was there a camera already on the moon that filmed the shuttle landing down or the capsule landing on the moon? And that there is an explanation for that that has been given officially. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but I've read it. I just don't remember right now. They tried. They, I mean, they have an explanation for it. Yeah. I just don't remember what it is. Okay. And then the, the lack of propulsion dust and no feet print. Various there are things. a lot of questions, but the important thing is with any of these, never just accept one and then stop asking questions about it. Well, it's only until this really 2020 that I think I've been more cognizant of how, and this isn't throwing uh, gas on another theory, but how other nations influence the way we think. Yeah. Uh, how do we know that Russia didn't get pissed 
that we beat their ass to the moon that they started putting this propaganda out over here. Yeah. I mean, mean, Cold War was a lot of propaganda on both sides. And thankfully, it happened before the Internet is as we know it now. Oh, my God. Because even even now, I mean, you know, most everything you see on I'll use Twitter as the example. Most everything on Twitter is a bot. If you look at something that, 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 that the president tweets and you read the replies, you can pretty easily pick out that the vast majority of these replies are bots. They're not real people. They're, they're AI bots. Yeah. Most of the accounts, I think, on Twitter, and I mean greater than 50%, I believe, are bots. I've, you know, sometimes I will look, especially if it's someone I'm jealous of that I don't understand why they're famous and why they have all these followers. I'll look and see, and it'll be like these very ambiguous profiles that'll just say, yes, queen, or love, or just very just innocuous kind of responses. That, yeah. that has to be what it is. Yeah, and I mean— Did use innocuous correctly? Yeah, I think Thank so. You. Thank and you. there, uh, there are a lot of—one uh, a, 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 that really will shine a light on that for you is— in the pro wrestling, there are a lot of bots concerning WWE. Tons and that. tons of bots, fan that. bots, bots that will uh, if you say if you talk bad about them, they have bots that will argue with you. As a report I read the other day, so just that shines a big light on how many well, bots there are. And then you start looking into the replies of world leaders. Just nothing but bots from other countries. Who was the professional uh, athlete? I want to say it was an NFL player that someone was talking crap to him on Twitter, and then he went in under a burner to respond, but he was still under his verified? I want to say it was Kevin Durant. Okay. I want to yeah, say basketball he had burner KD. accounts. It yeah. was definitely an NBA player, like a really good one, too. Yeah. Um, I, I could totally see that. But that, that could have been where the – because that was a time when they would have been pissed and wanted to the muddy the way we think. Mm-hmm. But then you got the Van Allen belt. And by the way, we do the same thing other places, too, that they try to do here, pro- propaganda. We, we're, oh, we, we, we gave them the playbook on how to do propaganda. Well, you know, it's weird how, you know, up until, I don't I, I want to say like the last 15 years when I would see news footage of China, yeah. it would be a lot of people walking around in smog wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And they would always, oh, the pollution over there and all this stuff. And that's all you ever saw. And it's like when people think of the South, what they think. They think of farmers having sex with cousins and Moonshine and all that stuff. Yeah. Which is partially true. And then various regions in other countries and stuff. But then when you actually go online and you Google and, and look at the images and even on Instagram, if you're on social media, pick a place in the world, go on the locator and mm-hmm. look at it. The news will project, this is so solemn over here. This is going on, blah, blah, blah. You go there. There was an example of something you and Fatboy were talking about in the morning show, Nine, that... Um, we use the Snapchat map all over the world a lot of times to see so, how westernized a lot of living is in the Middle East. Incredible. They, yeah. I mean, they're like partying over there the same way we do over it here. Is, it is not portrayed to us the way it actually is, but now you can go and kind of see it for yourself. Yeah. And, man, that, that leads me to something. I know we want to talk more about at some point, but there are parts of the world that if you grew up in the United States, as the vast majority of our audience did— Thank you. You were never taught anything about them. You really had to seek it out or you had to seek an advanced like graduate education in order to learn anything about these places. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had to be a university history student to learn about these places. Yeah, you couldn't go to the, even the library to look up stuff like there's the stuff the resources were not there. Limited information from encyclopedias or libraries. Yeah, there <laughs> just wasn't a lot to be found. But 
for some reason, we never really learned or talked about or heard anything about, I'll name three countries right off the top of my head. Uh, Kazakhstan, you only know because of Sasha Baron Cohen. Borat. Borat. <laughs> uh, Uzbekistan, you only know because of the same thing. Yep. Turkmenistan, you literally don't know at all. Were you aware of that before our conversation the other day? Yeah, I was. I was aware of that. It's not something I think about a lot, but it's a very interesting thing because... I would love to do a cast just on that. Those man. are three fairly large and, and fairly peaceful, stable Muslim nations. I mean, Turkmenistan shares the southern border with uh, with Iran. Yeah. Iran's northern border is Turkmenistan's southern border. They're right there together. and. I'm- these countries are largely peaceful, and they do all right. They stay off the radar, quite literally. And I, I want to spell this it's like out the for the Switzerland you. model, but it works better for these countries for some reason. Well, Switzerland now, you, you think is okay. It's just rich yeah. white man hiding money. Also, you know. very strikingly beautiful areas, too. Well, oh, I want you to go on Google image search and just type this in. Turk, T-U-R-K-M-E-N-I-S-T-A-N. Turkmenistan. T-U-R-K-M-E-N-I-S-T-A-N. Go to the Google image search. Yeah. You probably have the perception like I did that it's like somewhere Borat would have lived. You see the the architecture and the statues, mm-hmm. and it's it's incredible. And it's also free health care, free benefits, free all this stuff. Now, people instantly say communism or whatever, and it is true that like 80% of the population works for the government. Yeah. But the payoff. Also, the largest employer here by miles is the government. Nobody employs more Americans than the federal government. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And in the, the majority of states, the state employs most of the residents. Yeah. Or more than anybody else. Not, is, it eight, not, is it that high? No, not that okay. high here. But the largest employer nationally is the federal government. And in a lot of states, the largest employer in the state is the state itself. This, I mean, it, and what what's also odd about this is there's a lot of these different canals that go to these different monoliths and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, and there's also these various highways that are just incredibly intertwined, and they light up at night. They're not solar-powered, and they're not electricity-powered. Yeah. Well, it's a gas source, right? It's full of gas. Quit looking up everything. Not... Everything I want to talk about, you already know. Well, it's got gas lamps, gas lights. Well, they have gas lights, but it's because they ha- they're right beside the pits of hell. Yeah. It's this burning oil pit that's been burning for 50, well, they say 50, 60 years. Yeah. Russia allegedly set it on fire. Might have been burning forever. Yeah. They call it the pits of hell if you want to look that up. But, yeah, it's 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 – but what, what more so I think is interesting about all this, Google I think is the be-all, end-all. That's where the door opens to all the different rabbit holes. Yeah. The, the answers are there, but sometimes you romanticize the theory. Mm-hmm. I am very guilty of that. I'm very guilty of, of being able to find the answer, but I romanticize that mystery and I hold on to that saying – all right, that kind of makes sense, but yeah. this over here is a little more interesting. Well, people fall head first, and I've never known you to fall head first into one the way people, you know what I'm talking I about. I do. Like people fall deep into one, and it's like the gospel to them. I constantly update and try to ask questions without, yes, It's absolutely. the same people who get catfished. If not the same people, it's a very similar psychological thing going on that allows you to be catfished when you know the truth, you just won't admit it to yourself, or to fall into ridiculous conspiracy theories. Sure. And I agree with that. Treat them like the like the the Bible. 
the same people that would maybe get a phone call saying their grandson had been uh, arrested and you needed to wire $150, we'll let him out. Yeah. That it, kind it, of Yeah, person. I mean, but a lot of times those are just older people who are scared and trusting and fall into that. But these these young, bright-minded people, somehow there's some psychological thing I don't understand, maybe somebody does, where they fall into a conspiracy or they allow themselves to be catfished. And I've known some people who fell into this stuff and never would have seen it coming. Except that there's some psychological thing that leads them down that path where they won't admit the truth. They just want to believe something so badly that it becomes the truth in their mind, which is otherwise a rational mind. Well, sure. I mean, you, I, I have a cr- very creative mind, I think. Mm-hmm. I try to think outside the box with a lot of stuff. But my way of thinking really started off as, as a, at a young age. I've, you know this, Jimmy, but my dad had a copy of Chariots of the Gods by Eric Von Daniken. The, the whole ancient alien show is based on this one book. Yeah. And, you know, raised in a very every do- time the church doors were open, be there. My mom was a music writer. My dad was a deacon, all that stuff. To see that book laying right beside the Holy Bible and to read it. And I was, I would ask questions in my, you know, I don't really remember my dad saying anything other than just read the book. Yeah. He never would, because all Eric Van Daniken's book, Donakin Daniken, is uh, everything ends in a question mark. He's not saying it. He's just asking the question. He wants you to think instead of presenting this as the truth, just wants you to think about this. I love that. It's a great, great thing. We should do more of that. Um, we make statements when we should ask questions. It's kind of a societal flaw. So JFK, uh, would that be your biggest hold on as far as uh, conspiracy theories go? I guess so, because it's definitely a conspiracy, but I don't know the answer. And there's been a lot of people who have spoke the truth about that. But it's almost like the— But a uh, lot of people have spoken multiple different truths about that that can't all be true. Operatives. Things yeah. like that. Yeah, again, muddying the waters. But when we talk about, you know, all these classified files are released, and even oftentimes they're released and 60%, 70% will be blacked out. Mm-hmm. But it's always— It's redacted. 50, 60, 70 years down the road when the generation that fought to find out that information is long gone, dead, yeah. elderly in a nursing home, and the generation up— has their next big thing that they're trying to get the answers to. So the answers are never given to the people that want them, and the ones who get the information don't really care. Yeah, it's too far gone at that point. It's too far in the past. There's no one to hold accountable. There's When's nothing the last we can go back on. 2,000-page report that you actually read. Man, that's the thing. I, <laughs> I mean, we got senators and congressmen, congresspeople, who go in and vote on things you know they haven't read in their entirety. Oh, without question. You just got it last night. It's 14,000 pages. How are you voting on it today at 9.30 a.m.? You know the easiest example of that? Terms and conditions on apps. Yeah. It's been said a zillion times. We, you will, You'll see. You'll see the docs, uh, the documentaries, the YouTube, everything about you're giving them this information. They get your locations, access to your photos, blah, blah, blah. They treat it like a conspiracy even though they told you what they were doing. And you don't give a damn because you want to hurt and get that free app. Yeah. We're all guilty of it. Yeah. We're told that this certain chemical that adds a certain color to a food will give you cancer if you take too much of it. Well, I don't eat it that often. Yeah. I only eat maraschino cherries when I'm having a banana split. Yeah. You know, one day it's not a big deal. The next day you're in a kitchen trying to kill RFK, all right? Hey, guys. That's how you get too far wow. down. Yeah. Uh, Sirhan, Sirhan. Yeah. He was. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'll be dad blamed. Still living in prison. Is he really? Oh, yeah. Mm. A lot he, of interesting stuff to read about him. Sirhan? Yeah. 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 Is yeah. that his real name? Sirhan, Sirhan. I believe so. What kind of parent?
What kind of parent does that? Someone foreign. Oh, that's curious. Not an that. American name? Of course not. Episode 15, that right there, I feel like my brain was just massaged. That was fun, man. There's it a lot to talk about with that. deep thinking, various uh, That'll comments. spawn some future episodes, too. Yeah, and don't forget, uh, contact us and let us know, just out of curiosity's sake, for us to kind of figure it out, where you're listening to this. You know, the gym, at work, headphones while they're, I'm pretending to read the kids' homework, whatever it is. Yeah. And uh, look up Turkmenistan on Google, and uh, you'll be pretty amazed. Yeah, you will. Look Episode up, 15. Actually, go back, listen to all this, look up all that stuff we talked about. We spelled out a lot and laid out some stuff yeah, there. we did. Episode 15, Jim. That was fun, man. I look forward to episode 16 next week. We'll do it. It's been After Hours with the Rise Guys. Guys? All right. Get out. Time to close the doors on another episode of After Hours with the Rise Guys. Subscribe on Radio.com and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Pass it around to your family and friends and other P1s. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Yeah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.